Hey, good morning. This is Good Grief by Martin, 100 Days and Beyond. We're getting near the end of uh, this season and um, we're nearly at Christmas. It's really crept up on us, eh? I haven't done one of these for a couple of weeks. I've been working on my mindful project and some other events that I've been involved with and I'm missing it, eh? I've been trying to put a um, a podcast, I guess a tutorial on my mindful app and I've been recording it while I was driving and I'm Normally, I don't care about the background sounds. You can hear the cars. I think they're lights right now. Hear all the cars driving along. and It's a bit real, eh? So I tried to uh, record this Mindful Tutorial, which is a breakdown of the app that we're in development with. And I'm overthinking it. Whereas when I do this normally, I just write a couple of points down. I just ramble on and I really like the way it works it's very natural I tried to actually write it out so I've actually transcribed it and then what happens is it becomes a little bit sterile or I ramble on or I say the wrong words and then I'm listening to the car that's humming on the road and when the surface changes and makes the background sound differently it, it, it threw me out so I, I needed to just regroup do one of these and the sun is definitely shining today in Perth it's blue skies we've had some really wonderful things happen lately and all part of the journey all part of the life journey not just my recovery journey Lots of life lessons, lots of acceptance and gratitude. I'm a bit blissed up. Every box I was trying to tick off in the last few weeks I have. And it all worked out, you know, even when it wasn't working out, it worked out. And I'm going to share some examples of things that uh, that happened that, that have sort of worked out okay. So. My podcast, This Good Grief by Martin 100 Days, is Creativity Out of Trauma. Okay, so I committed to doing a 100 consecutive day creative project. Way, way back. We're going back a couple of years now. Now, the understanding was that over the period of 100 days, that my neural pathways, my, my neural connections would stimulate thought, new ideas, innovative thinking, basically. And I applied those new ways of thinking to a, a couple of different areas, one being art, another one about journaling and writing, creative writing, I guess. Creative thinking around writing comedy. And then maybe some extended art projects that I'm involved with. Now, I'm not an expert at any of this stuff, <laughs> okay? I just like to draw, I like to think stupid ideas. I always have thought out of the box a little bit, but I figured by applying myself 
with a bit of focus, you know, and making it regular way of arriving at each day or at some point through the day, taking on a creative endeavour. Now, over the last four years, which is really, I guess, how long I've been on this journey, not necessarily doing the podcast, but my creativity came initially out of, when when Buster passed away, that's my son who passed away on the 1st of April 2020, I had insomnia, I didn't want to eat, I didn't want to go to work, but to pass the time I just started to draw and I found a style of drawing that I'd never ever done before and creatively I just kept churning stuff out and in the middle of the night I'd be drawing, uh, I got into podcasts, I started listening to podcasts, loads and loads of them and so I started to learn stuff that I didn't know much about but I was interested in, that developed and developed and it's grown rapidly over the last four years. It's um, significant the amount of information that has passed through my mind and I've processed. Now my recollection isn't that great, but I, I know stuff now that I didn't know. I've got a much broader understanding of things I'm interested in and new things that I didn't know I was interested in that I'm interested in. So that's the new learning area. I got into a lot of mindful ways of thinking. I guess sort of Buddhist concepts, sort of spiritual sort of thinking. Really, you know, when you when you don't give a shit about anything, that if it all ended tomorrow, you wouldn't care because you feel so sad. You just go, all right, well, here's my choice. I can just give it all up and go surfing. Sure, I'd have to figure out how to feed myself and all that, and I've got responsibilities. But that aside, in my brain, I've given up. I want it all to come to an end. So I go, all right, well, if I just did exactly what I wanted to do, catch waves, then I can just do that. I'll get some menial job, earn enough money just to survive, rather than ending it all. So that's the starting point. Now with all this new thinking and exciting thoughts that start to cross my mind, as miserable as I am because I've just lost my son, I am excited about some of the things that are popping into my mind. So I go, well, I'll tell you what, I'll put that off today. (laughs) I'm not going to end it all today because I might think of something really interesting today. We'll do it tomorrow. Now I say that every day and continually things pop into my mind. I got on the journey of writing jokes. Initially it was a, just writing some silly ideas and funny stories about Buster and Millie, my daughter, and just crazy stuff really. And that got me interested in trying stand-up comedy. Now I don't tell anybody I'm a comedian because I'm not but I do get up there and fairly frequently (laughs) 
get up and do my five or ten minutes in a variety of uh, open mic clubs around Perth and I'm really enjoying it and some of it is like self-harm in fact in any other workplace it would be deemed unsafe work conditions (laughs) because of the trauma that it creates but wow you know you get a spark and you do it in front of a bunch of people and they laugh and then you know you're onto something now other times you might get a spark only thing is they don't laugh for whatever reason maybe you're not you don't seem authentic they don't believe you or maybe it hasn't quite formed yet so it looks like you're bombing but you're not you're on the creative journey so this is a snapshot of creativity it will take time for that joke to develop that funny story or idea until eventually after a bunch of times you've tried it people are laughing in the right spot your timing's good you're committed to it you've developed the joke and the story so that it's just second nature to you and it just rolls off the tongue and it works And I've had some breakthroughs lately. I mean, I did a show the other day and I was so excited because it was in a room in a place called Leaderville uh, Comedy Club. And I was floundering from the first moment I got on stage. Someone heckled me, a lady was talking, uh, and I was just on my back foot and everyone could tell. Subsequently, I didn't do very well. I left feeling really disappointed. And then I got up in the night and I just wrote down the jokes that I wrote. I looked at what I did and the words that I used and I tried to figure out what happened. Well, there was a whole bunch of things that happened that got me off on the wrong foot. But that aside, I just shaved back the story. I lightened up on the heckle component and I figured a way to come back if that happened again in fact now I've turned it into a uh, a new doorway to a a new joke and it works well so if that comes up in fact I'm doing it on Friday so that's really positive I'm really pleased about it and in the past couple of weeks I've been planning a festival now I put a festival on every year we had a, a little break because of COVID but it's called the Scarum British Music Festival in Perth and I have been doing this since 2017. Originally my band Little Pedro when we first formed which was eight years ago we could not get a gig. We set up a Facebook page called Scarum British Music Events and I just invited bands to join and I said I'd promote them on my Facebook page thinking that they would invite my band to support them (laughs) so we pursued a bunch of bands and they were not very forthcoming and in fairness we hadn't played so we didn't uh, have a lot to uh, have a calling card 
We did put on one show in the Fremantle Festival. A friend of mine, King Fez, Gareth Hancock, he put this on at the Navy Club in Perth, uh, sorry, in Fremantle, and we performed. And I invited all my friends and family, and we had about 100 odd people turn up. Now, just a tip whenever you do anything publicly, people will support you once. <laughs> They'll come once to your show. They will ne- you'll never see them again, but they will come the first time. So you get a false sense of um, success not to be repeated <laughs> for some time. And uh, anyway, our show went pretty well. Looking back, and we've got some video, it, it was it was pretty pretty raw but it was good it was good it was a start and some of those members are still in the band Uh, we've had some great musicians and people uh, join us along the way um, and made some great friends off the back of it we played gosh I don't know how many shows lots of shows over eight years and we regularly do this festival and this year we had four bands and we had three DJs, all amazing. And my band, Little Pedro, uh, predominantly British music. We uh, deemed a ska band, but we broadened our musical taste around popular hits with a bit of an edge. We've got a big brass section, trumpet, sax and um, trombone. And uh, we've got three lead singers, including me. I do a couple of songs. Um, we've got a guy called Shim Scar Daddy, <laughs> Richard Slater, <laughs> Craig White, and Paul Corbett up front. Ian, our savant bass player. Jonathan, our dynamic drummer. Patrick, who's on keys and just a dynamite keyboard player. We're really fortunate, you know, and... This time, I said to my daughter, Millie, who sings a lot in her bedroom, she's self-taught on piano, that she want to join on stage to do one song. And so Amy Winehouse has got a song, which is actually re-recorded by Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson, he mixes great tracks and he puts in a lot of brass, makes them really punchy, Funk is not exactly what he does, but he definitely punches them up. And so we used this uh, version of uh, Valerie, which Mark Ronson produced, and Millie, my daughter, sang it. And we opened the the show, our, our band was the first band on stage, because the venue had instructed us that she had to be out of the venue by nine o'clock because she was underage. Well, to say that it set the mood for the whole evening is, a, is an understatement because people came early to see her perform and the vibe went through the whole evening and everybody just was in the right frame of mind for the whole evening and we recorded all of the sets of all the bands just on my phone and streamed it and it was just good vibes all around and it was such a great success I don't know how many people in the room but probably at the height of the evening it was about 350 
but I think when Millie was singing, maybe 200. And there was people there right to the end. So I was really pleased and so grateful um, how it worked out. So I didn't expect it to go as well as it did. Um, I got a surf trip planned soon, heading back down south in the new year. And next week, I think the surf's spiking up, so I'm taking Monday off to go for a surf. So life's good, eh? I'm still doing my journaling. That's been really helpful. If I wake up in the night, which I did last night, 3 a.m., bing, I was wide awake. I lied there with looking at the back of my eyelids for a little while, and then I thought, oh, no, bugger it. So what I did, I woke up. And then I started writing through those jokes that I was telling you about. And um, I'm really, really excited to uh, to do them. And I, I'm going to give you a, a bit of an insight what they are. So I, 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 when I performed last week, I come out on stage and this guy yells out, Hey, Dad! And this ageism thing is something that I've only recently become aware of. And... and uh, it's starting to get me down. I, I'm in good nick, right? But I am over 60, so I am conscious that I'm in my Q3. But I'm in, I'm a good Q3. I'm really good. But it does surprise me when people mention my age because I think I'm doing so well. Uh, but I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not 25 anymore. And so, you know, you're not one of the cool kids and, and you are deemed an older person by the younger crew. <laughs> I will say, though, that the waves don't care whether I'm 60 or 15. They pop up. They're the same for everyone. When they when they come down on you, they hit you just as hard as whether you're a kid or not. And um, so that's uh, something that keeps me young, as does this uh, um, creative thinking. I think that keeps me young. And I do try and sit in fun a lot. And by that I mean I try and consciously be in a fun space to be creative. It makes it easy to unlock that door, you know. So here we go. So I um, <laughs> I, I get on a bus and this lady that's driving the bus is uh, not Australian or English. And she's um, a Latino, I think. And she says... Um, confession so I said to her um, look I overshare I'm sometimes too honest for my own good and I'm dyslexic and she said why did you tell me that I said well you said confession <laughs> she said no I said concession she goes do you have a pension card <laughs> oh, sorry oh yeah, so that was that one. So um, I'm trying to deal with <laughs> with with aging, but I, I will say that um, this this ageist view uh, is all we've got left. You know, with political correctness nowadays, you can't say anything about anything. It's the last thing that's left. <laughs> so <laughs> bring it on. If you want to take the Mickey out of me because of my age? That's okay. I am excited to say that we're getting towards the end of this um, this series because it's really been 
a wonderful journey and it has gone from a place of really just explaining what we were up to to try and promote really good things about um, Buster's uh, message just be a good friend and that's gone far and wide sticker campaign mural campaign concerts uh, just really good vibes really good vibes I, I really do think it's making a difference I get in a lift and sometimes I don't realise it and there's a sticker at the top of the lift and it just says a message from Buster saying let me leave you with this last thought just be a good friend and then it's just got him signing off on it with a big kiss I got in a lift yesterday a man jumped in really in a bit of a panic and I said you okay and he's gone I just got a call from the school my, I've got a rush to the school my my son's been injured and I'm like well I hope he's okay and he said well he's cut his leg and uh, they haven't told me much I said well to be honest if it was serious they would have called an ambulance so that somebody would be there to take care of him and the guy went, yeah, you're right. And then he got out of the lift. It was really a really nice encounter. I think I set his mind a little bit. And I look around, and in the lift, there's a sticker on the wall from Buster. Now, we've had 400 of these printed, by the way. So they are everywhere. Everywhere we go that there's a surface that looks like it might need a sticker, I stick a sticker up. And I forget where I put them sometimes. I cover a lot of ground. And um, that was just... When I looked around and saw that, I just went, thank you, Buster. Because it is all about spreading good vibes and, and, and sharing with people that you're interested and that you're listening and that you care. And I'll just wind this up in a sec, but this um, Meaningful Connections is just critical for... It's critical as you get older so that you're not lonely in later years. And by making a conscious effort to connect with people, and I caught up with our our previous drummer from my band, Alan Wilkinson, yesterday, and I said to him that this was such an important thing, and that he would actually make my <laughs> my mindful table today because he was my meaningful connection yesterday, and we spent an hour or so catching up. I haven't seen him for a while. It was a really lovely encounter, and by telling people that they are important and important enough for me to make note of them and I do this every time I have a meaningful connection I let people know that they they're on my daily review if you like of the previous day it does put a smile on their face and I'd like to think that maybe that plants the seed for them to do the same to others so we are cooking today and I am so looking forward to hearing back from anyone that gets inspired by this and there's so many great things available if you want to search online. If you're interested in anything, find out about it. If you hear someone that, that resonates with you, that, that sends a message that you're interested in, do some inquiry, find out if they've been interviewed on podcasts, I promise you it'll start this journey of new learning it will just take you down a pathway that you just did not expect most of the things that you worry about are never going to happen if you think you're going to have a bad day today you probably will if you think you can have a good day today you probably got more of a chance of having a good day I promise you 
give your mind some time to think, give it some space between the onslaught of information that gets pounded into our brain so fast through social media. Do yourself a favor, get off the couch, go for a walk, take the dog around the block. If all you do is walk around the house, that's a start. You don't have to be an Olympian. You don't have to do a training program. Just move. Light resistance work is key for mobility as you get older. I don't want anybody wiping my ass. If I can help it, I'll do it myself. <laughs> That's my life goal. And thank you to all the beautiful people that came and supported my show the other night. And for all the crazy people that are in my comedy world and my extended uh, friendship group, which I'm really pleased to say is growing and is pretty special. Look out for the app that we will bring to market soon called Mindful. And I hope you uh, get some benefit out of me sharing my mindful journey with you. This is Good Grief by Martin, 100 Days and Beyond. Massive respect to you all.